The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When life hands you a unique shift, what happens next? The gift is the shift. Welcome to The Sky's the Limit with your host, Karen Levitt. In our program, you will hear from people who have discovered the gift, whether through personal experience or those that are helping others through this experience. You'll find the next hour to be a motivating and encouraging one. Now, here is Karen Levitt. Hi, welcome to Sky's the Limit. This is Karen Levitt, your host, and this week I have the pleasure to be joined with J.D. Allen as my featured guest. He is a transformational thought leader who has inspired thousands through his book, talk, seminars, and video. He shares tremendous insight and understanding into the purpose of life, the journey and evolution of the soul, and how we can be loving and conscious participants in this perfect divine plan. His teachings not only connect the dots, but more importantly, connect, unite, and transcend all major religions, science, and spirituality with the awareness of the universal law of life. And with that, I would like to warmly welcome J.D. Allen. Hey, how are you? I'm well. Welcome to the program. So, oh, thank yeah, you very much. You're welcome. You certainly have a lot to share with what you're doing and, um, you know, with what I just mentioned to the listeners. But before that, your life didn't look, um, no offense, so great, right? You you had an event that rocked your world at the age of 18. Well, life was looking to- great in one way. I mean, I was... Uh- I was a hockey player. I had a scholarship offer to Cornell, and uh, things couldn't have been going any better. And uh, then one morning, I uh, I passed out cold, getting ready for school, and uh, I woke up three days later with uh, a tube in my head and uh, a diagnosis that uh, they were giving me uh, 15 months to live, diagnosed with a midbrain tumor, mm-hmm. and that I'd never uh, never played sports again. So life uh, life has a way of getting our attention and it certainly uh, got my attention at that point that's for sure <laughs> yeah so you were 18 and and you woke up to learn that that's like devastating news to anybody you know and to learn you uh, like you said you had 15 months to live and never going to play sports i mean what what went through what thoughts went through your head on with that. Well, actually, I mean, I, I woke up and I was more worried about half my head being shaved and, and uh, than I was about <laughs> anything else, and, and uh, that seemed pretty traumatic at the time, and um, I just knew within, I just knew internally that life was just taking me on a different path than the path I was supposed to go to, and uh, I just uh, I just felt it, and I, I knew it, and um, the neurologist, uh, you know, they did their job, and I was very grateful for it. And I remember shaking the neurosurgeon's hand and thanking him for uh, they put a shunt in my head that relieved the pressure. And uh, they weren't sure if I was going to wake up or not because I was unconscious for three days with all that pressure on my brain. And mm-hmm. I remember I remember telling him, thank you very much. You did your job, and I'll take it from here. And, really? Uh, yeah. And, and he just looked at me with uh, that kind of a neurosurgeon kind of look and 
And, uh, you know, and even to this day, he just tells me, uh, keep doing what you're doing because you should have been dead a long time ago. And wow. uh, the, part, the part that I don't understand is why aren't they more curious? But then you look around at life and you wonder, you know, why aren't people more curious about, you know, this mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. is intelligent. It knows what it's doing. We have this incredible body. You look at nature. You look at everything around us. There's something bigger going on here, folks. Exactly, because you beat the odds. I mean, you know, 25 years later, right? Doctors still don't understand and can't explain why why you're still here. No no offense, you know, and we're grateful that you are because look what you've done. Yeah, you, you, you actually, you know, hit the nail on the head, so to speak. It's it's interesting, medicine, they, they see it and they go, oh, and they say, okay, you know, see you when we see you or have a nice life. And Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I thought that was hilarious when uh when he said, keep doing what you're doing. And, so, uh, and what I thought were you, that was a oh, great line. And, sorry, uh, what were you doing, Jay? Sorry. Well, I mean, I wasn't, to me, the, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a physical thing. And I knew God put me here to do more than stop frozen hockey pucks. And mm-hmm. uh, so I knew with the diagnosis and I knew with what was going on, life was just putting me on the path I was meant to be on. So the, that's the way I, oh. I interpret it, and that's the way it felt inside. And, and so I always was a curious student of life. I loved to learn. I loved to grow. I think that's why I enjoy sports. I enjoyed the challenge and growing and going beyond mm-hmm. what you think you can do. And then all of a sudden, um, my, my, as a student of life, it just went from, you know, already being revved up pretty high to right off the charts. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I played... I played hockey at university for three years uh, against doctor's orders anyway. And, really? Uh, while I was going to school, I was uh, one of the top universities in the world, and I was really frustrated because they weren't teaching what I wanted to learn. And that was, uh, so I was reading all kinds of books. I was playing hockey. I went to California. I went skydiving, bungee jumping, fire walking, knife fighting. Uh, you name it, I was. Uh, a man on a mission, uh, trying to get mm-hmm. to the uh, to the source of what is the cause, what is the the source of what I'm trying to connect to. My spirit calling mm-hmm. out, and I'm trying to plug it in. You know, almost like an electric. Uh, you know, you want you're trying to plug in and trying to figure out where. How do I connect to this full time? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been, it's been quite a journey, that's for sure. Were you at the age 18? I mean, it might sound funny, but were you? You know, did you have a spiritual base at 18? Oh yeah, I mean I, I I've always uh I've always uh, when I was a child I used to see Jesus standing in my bedroom when, when I would wake up in the middle of the night. And uh and I had a mom who was very spiritual who did reflexology and we had people she had friends that uh, a friend that came over that used to do incredible healings and channeling and and uh I used to just love the lady. She just I, I felt like there was somebody on the planet that I could talk to who understood. And Interesting. Uh, so it was just, uh, for me, that was normal. But I guess mm-hmm. as we, as we learn in this world, uh, you can only, uh, share that information with so many people. <laughs> it's, right. It's right. Like, room material. <laughs> right. Well, they don't understand, you know, and it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't fit anywhere into, into the modern world, into our view of the normal world. People, people can't grasp it. So they, they don't, va- they can't validate it. So yeah, exactly. You're... So I was. Uh, I felt fortunate that I had uh, my mom, Incredible. and a friend of my mom's that really. Uh, um, and I've always been really connected to my guides, and and like I said, I've had a great relationship. Uh, you know, 
with, uh, mm-hmm. with Gina since I was a child. Just uh, being able to connect and communicate, and, and uh, it's always been great. And I feel that with all the great teachers, so, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah. <laughs> curious is my word. So, it's just very curious. I'm sorry, what was that? I said I love the word curious. You know, it's just uh, I've always been a curious student, and some of these experiences I had uh, were just very, you know, uh, um, it's just like a, a soul calling out, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, what would you say to any of the listeners who might be listening who, you know, maybe have felt a presence or heard something, but they don't have a spiritual side, so they don't know what to make of it, and they're going through something, you know, because we all go through something in our life, right, but whether it be physical or not, we all go through some sort of challenge. So how would, you know, what would you say to the listeners who don't have that spiritual base to connect with? Well, I would say that life is going to get your attention one way or the other. And mm-hmm. so the, the quicker that we pick up on that, that life is intelligent, it knows what it's doing, that there's also a purpose to life. You know, it's how mm-hmm. life lessons keep coming back. You know, it's how the issues keep showing up. You know, it's how things tend to work themselves out. So once we understand that life knows what it's doing, that there's a plan, there's a, a divine plan, that there's a spiritual purpose, and life is uh, a perfect spiritual system that is guiding us. It, the way I try to explain it to people is that, you know, spirit, life, God, whatever you want to call it, it's trying to express itself in, as, and through you in each moment. Mm-hmm. Like the destiny, uh, the destiny of a seed is to burst its shell and fully express itself. And that's what life is trying to do through us. It's this loving energy is trying to express itself through us. And if we shut it down, if we don't express it, it's going to show up as dis-ease. It's going to show up, um, and not to punish us, but simply to get our attention so that we can, again, live in alignment and fully express our divinity. And it doesn't, mm-hmm. it never judges us. It doesn't care if we believe in it. Um, it's, you know, whether you have a spiritual background or not, you're a spiritual being. <laughs> you know, you have a soul. You have a, You are a spiritual being. So it's just be open. The, the sooner that we uh, pay attention and the sooner that we, you know, we become curious and we surrender to it, the, the easier it gets. That, that is true. I, I can so relate to that. So what about, you know, what would you say to people who might be listening who say, you know, nothing ever go- seems to go right for me. Like you said, you know, time and time again, the universe tries to get your attention, right? So people say, nothing ever goes right for me. Yeah, which is really a curious thing. Uh, and usually those are the same people that are always praying to God to do things for them. Um, and I find it really interesting that there's this great uh, teaching somewhere, somewhere that said, uh, Thy will be done, not my will be done. Mm. And so when people say that their things don't go their way, I find that really curious because it's, they're trying to tell life what they want and they, and they expect to get it. So mm. to understand that actually life is, there's a purpose to life. And that's why, you know, you look at the great teachings of Jesus where he taught thy will be done. Buddha taught non-resistance to go with the flow, to trust life. Life knows mm-hmm. what it's doing. As you express your divinity, as you express love, and as you follow the, begin to trust life, all of a sudden you'll see that life is going perfectly. And even mm-hmm. if you don't think some of the greatest blessings, I know at one point in my life I was uh, having seizures. Uh, a couple mm-hmm. of years after I had the surgery, having seizures in my sleep. And Ooh. I went to a, 
a neurosurgeon, and I told him what was going on, and so he gave me some medication, and uh, next thing you know, a couple weeks later in the mail, I get a letter that my driver's license has been revoked from the moment I opened up this letter. Oh. So I had just finished university. I just took a brand-new job. I just bought a brand-new car, and all of a sudden, my whole life changed again. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm adopted. So the neurosurgeon, he wanted my medical history. So he had to contact the adoption agency to get my medical history. Oh. And I got a letter. I got a letter from the adoption agency that, uh, you know, my biological mother had just opened up the file less than a year ago, and that I was she was available to meet her if I wanted to. And really? So four weeks after the day I got my driver's license revoked, which looked pretty bad to everyone in my life. Mm. Four, week, four weeks later, I was having lunch with my biological mother. And wow. who turned out to be, uh, uh, you know, a student of Yogananda. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And she was <laughs> an amazing spiritual woman, and she happened to be missing in Canada just a few months after she gave birth to me, and it was a, a tremendous blessing in my life. And if we understand that life knows what it's doing, and we begin to trust the process and let things unfold, we'll see that life is always trying to give us great blessings. But sometimes we get in the way, because <laughs> we can't see Even the bigger it- picture. <laughs> even even when it seems so bad and so big and just we can't see our way out we it is for our highest good and um with that we're, we're gonna pause quickly jay and the listeners for a quick break and we'll be right back your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Life is a journey which never gets easier. As we go through life, we just handle things better as we get to know ourselves. Listen for The Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli believes that each of us are pre-programmed with all the answers and tools we need to move through any situation life throws at us. It's discovering those tools and answers that will set us on the right path to enjoying and navigating life. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt. Welcome back to The Sky's the Limit. And this week, my featured guest is J.D. Allen. And before the break, we were talking about life's lessons. And uh, I'd like to go back into that, Jay, because, boy, it certainly gets your attention and feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and you just can't possibly see how, like what you were describing, you know, your driver's license was revoked and all of that, how that can be for your highest good. And then out of it, you, four weeks later, actually having lunch with your biological mother. That's actually beautiful. You probably could never have dreamed of that, right? I, I couldn't come up with that. All the greatest blessings in my life, I, I couldn't come up with that stuff on my own. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like sometimes if you tell people your life story, you're like, you know, I couldn't even make that up, you know? And exactly. It was never on my goal list. It's never something I even thought about. I thought maybe, you know, but it was part of the divine plan. It was part of my soul's, you know, she introduced me to Yogananda, which was a, a beautiful, you know, the Autobiography of Yogi, which is a beautiful beautiful book and teaching and and mm-hmm. uh, getting to connect with her and healing a part of me that I didn't even know that needed to be healed. Um, but, you know, meeting her brought that up. And one of the most amazing days of my life was my, you know, my the mother who raised me and the mother who brought me into this world. And the three of us, you know, uh, together was just uh, incredible. Two beautiful spiritual women. And, and uh, I felt like the luckiest guy in the world. That that really that really is right. That's a full circle of love. I mean, that's incredible, really. It really and, yeah, it really yeah. is. And and just to know that we're all special, every one of us, and mm-hmm. that life is guiding us, whether we know it or not. And the sooner that you know, one of my favorite phrases of all time is, "With all thy getting, to get understanding." And we mm. see so many people going through this world trying to get love, get attention, get validation, get recognition, get a new car, get a new relationship, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they're trying to get, and it's never enough. And right. There is, and that's why they think life isn't there or life's not right, because it's all about them trying to get what they think that they want. Mm-hmm. And yet, the interesting thing is, is I ask people, you know, when you were, if you were given 15 months to live, how would you respond? Would right. you surrender and put up your bucket list and say, well, I'm going to do all these things before I die? Would you go medically and just do whatever they told you to do and try and experiment with all these different things? Or or would you go within? Like, what? how would you respond? Mm-hmm. And would you would you fear it? Would you be, feel like, oh, poor me? Or would you be like, wow, what a great opportunity to really explore and experiment with who I am and find out, wow, what a... You know, the pressure's on. Let's see what you got, man. You know? (laughs) Really? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's uh, how would you respond? And I think that's really neat. And to me, I looked at it as what is the one thing Mm -hmm. that if I understand and develop this, everything else will fall into place? That makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like getting right to the source, right to the cause. What is the one thing that if I get this, everything else is going to flow? And so that's what I, my goal is to get right to that source. And, you know, one of my favorite stories is of the uh, the Himalayan musk deer. 
And this this musk deer, when it hits a, a certain age or when it's around its teenage years, it begins to emit a certain musk odor. And mm-hmm. it doesn't know where the odor is coming from. And so it runs around and it searches around the forest looking for the source of this order that follows them wherever they go, but they're always just this close. And really? they're known to get a little restless, and they're even known to get so frustrated that they jump off a cliff trying to get away from this scent that follows them wherever they go. And hmm. to me, that was the, when I read that, that was like, oh my God, that's me. I'm like this restless, crazy guy. I'm jumping out of planes, walking on fire. I'm just this close. Life has got my attention. I can feel it. I know I'm this close. And mm-hmm. all I want to do is become one with it. And and just how do I get there? Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just like, this, you know, and we all, it's the same for all of us. It's, it's just like the mm-hmm. law of gravity. It doesn't care. doesn't judge us. It's just, it works. It's always there. And it's keeping us grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, so... With that understanding, it was, okay, you know, the nature of love, the essence of life is love, and the nature of love is to give. And mm-hmm. isn't that really interesting that most people are trying to, going through life, trying to get. Get. Exactly. But the nature of love is to give. So we can't connect and penetrate that veil until we get into that place of understanding and into a sincere place of giving. Mm-hmm. And then you meet people who are always giving in order to get. But you can't fool life just like you can't fool your body, which is awesome. It's a perfect mm-hmm. system. And so when we finally, with the understanding, go, wow, I'm a divine being. I'm here to serve the highest good because the highest good is always serving my highest good. Then mm-hmm. there's that harmonic resonance. Then we're able to penetrate that veil. Then we're able to connect to that source. And then all of a sudden, there's no separation. Then if there's no separation, there's no disease. Right. Disease exactly. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's what I was just going to say to you. You changed the vibration in your body, the way you were, how you were being. And, and it's not, in, you know, not unharmonious, if you will. So no dis-ease, right? Which is exactly that. Exactly. And that's, not, I love that word. Because you think about it this way, I mean, dis-ease, the opposite is ease. That life is not meant to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be difficult. We're the problem. <laughs> and and we're the solution, which is really neat. I mean, if I jump off a building, it, the fault isn't with the law of gravity. Mm-hmm. Right? But if we right. understand the law of life <laughs> and we live in alignment with it, then all of a sudden the ease begins to flow. And right. all of a sudden we go, oh, Wow. It, like, it's just become so sacred in that sense of the whole time. It's just like connecting those dots. And I think it's a, it's a beautiful journey that we're all on. And mm-hmm. it doesn't, uh, doesn't matter if we believe in it or if we fight it, resist it. It's, uh, it's loving us and supporting us on our journey every moment. I love it. So, so your whole journey has led you to actually do what you're doing now. And, you know, when, when did you know what a... What age, if you will, did you start to really step out to bring this to people? Because I have certain um, quotes that are really quite great from the Toronto Business Times. They say, you're an expert at looking at life through a different lens. And the Orange County Register said, the answer is in the mirror, quote, end quote, from you. And from you. And I love that. So when did you know you were meant to bring, you know, what you're doing, your message to others through your own well, journey? 
you know, I believe life is a perfect spiritual system like we're talking about, and I believe mm-hmm. part of that system is preparing us. Life is preparing us every step of the way to fully express ourselves and to fully give what we're here to give. And, you know, brain surgery got my attention. The seizures got my attention. Me and my biological mother got my attention. And, you know, again, life was sort of kicking my butt. I call it the cosmic eye roll because I think the universe must think I'm like the slowest learner on the planet <laughs> because I, I've, I've got to, obviously, it takes major, you know, uh, attention getters, you know, to get my, uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, huh, what, you talking to me, huh? <laughs> I like that. But I, Usually, I remember there was a, there was a part, there was a time in my life that I surrendered. And mm-hmm. that was after, again, life got my attention where uh, another event happened uh, uh, where I, I met my biological, uh, my biological father had died the year before I met my biological mother. And I ended up meeting his brother uh, by another set of circumstances that, you know, no one would believe if I made them up anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I spent three weeks with him, and the one day I didn't spend with him, he died in a high-speed car accident, just less than a mile away from where his brother did. Oh. And it was just an amazing surrender. I knew it was, I, at, by that point, I just, I knew it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there was just a point of surrender. And I looked at my life, and I looked back, and I went, you know, as a hockey player, I got to travel around the country teaching hockey from the age of 13. I was mm-hmm. a keynote speaker in, val- in, you know, in elementary school, uh, valedictorian in, in high school. I keynoted at a Christian athlete uh, event, a national event, when I was 13. Um, I look back at, you know, how I used to create systems to teach what I knew in hockey mm-hmm. and thinking, wow, so I know how to speak. I know how to teach. Um, right now, I, I, for the, a number of years, I've been able to access divine wisdom. And all of a sudden, I'm able to access these teachings and access these masters and teachers on other dimensions that are providing me insight and information. And it's like all my life has been preparing me to do this. And now, mm-hmm. was I finally willing to surrender? Was I finally willing to show up to the world and say, hey, this is who I am, and this is what I'm here to do, and if this sounds interesting to you, then great. And if it doesn't, that's great, too. You mm-hmm. know? And uh, so after my, my uncle, my biological uncle died, I told God, I said, you know what? All right. Whatever you want. <laughs> I'll do it. And I knew in my head what I had to do, and then I had to make a bunch of changes in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I started from scratch, and then things took off uh, really quickly after that. And well, that, uh, That's beautiful. Not the fact <laughs> that your biological uncle died, but that you really knew in, in your heart and soul what to do. And then, like you said, you surrendered. I always talk about surrender and being vulnerable, and I don't mean that from a place of weakness. I think when you surrender, it's actually from a place oh. of strength. You know, it, uh, your heart becomes open. Exactly. It is total strength. Vulnerability is total strength. That's when our heart is open and we can feel, feel, feel and know spirit. And, uh, you know, what's really funny is that I was, uh, I remember I was featured in a, a newspaper and I was in my early 30s. And I got a, I had moved out to California and I got a phone call from an ex-girlfriend that we, we lived together when we were 21. And I got a phone call from her, and she said, you did it. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do? She goes, like, did you remember when we lived together? This is all you used to talk about. Oh, that's you wanted funny. To be a speaker. You wanted to be an author. You wanted to share all these, all this stuff that you were learning. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. She's like, you never shut up about it, and now you're actually doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, I was talking about it back then. She's like, you weren't talking about it. That's all you talked about. 
I love and you. Re- and wasn't that funny? She was like, I'm so proud of you. I thought that was so cute. That is funny. And you know, we're going to pause for a quick break, Jay and the listeners, and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's time to do all of those things that you always said you'd do in your life. What's stopping you? Is it other people, your environment, fear? What could give you a push? Tune in to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. Our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain. We'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone. Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you feel alone even when you're surrounded by others? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April J. Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to help you find out who you are. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt. Welcome back to The Sky's the Limit with my featured guest, J.D. Allen. And Jay, we were talking so much uh, before the break about, you know, how life works, the synchronicity of it, and an old girlfriend calling you up and, you know, talking about your spirituality and you want to speak and write. And with that, I'd like to pick right up. So you've been, you jumped right in and the universe responded and then you've been the author of um, a couple books. I'd like to get into that. You you wrote Humans in Training, Evolution of the Soul, and Humans yeah. in... Okay. And, <laughs> You yeah, well, I started. I started teaching, um, mm-hmm. and I started. I I was teaching and speaking for five years before I ever wrote my book, and I found that I was going to a lot of seminars and all that kind of stuff. And I found a lot of them were, you know, you're there for a weekend, um, but by Monday you're right back to kind of your old self in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you've got 50 months to live, and I've got that sense of urgency, so I was putting together my own system that I called whole being conditioning. 
Uh-huh. And it was based on that idea that as an athlete, I was always taught my performance was 80% mental. And I remember after brain surgery, I was thinking differently. And I remember skating after my hockey coach and saying, well, if it's 80% mental, why do we spend two hours every single day developing 20% of the results? <laughs> That's true, right? And I thought it was a great question. And uh, he told me to uh, shut up and use my head to stop the puck and leave him alone. And, uh, and I thought that was an even better answer. Um, but I started to really think about that and thinking, when we practice every day, we, we, we practice very specific, very systematically, very progressively, and on a daily basis. So what would happen if we took those same training principles that work on a physical level and apply it to the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual muscles? Mm-hmm. And just like we can reshape our body physically, we can reshape our mental, emotional, and spiritual muscles as well. And so I started creating this system that I would give people 20 to 30 minutes of exercises per day over 30 days. So my philosophy was don't take my word for it, do the work, trust your experience, trust your results. If you go to the gym every day for 30 days, you're going to get results whether you're skeptical or not. Exactly. If you do random training, you're going to get random results. If you do specific training, you're going to get very specific results. So I created this system that I called Inner Power, the Science of Whole Being Conditioning. And then I started teaching that in the workshops and in, at different events and doing keynotes to introduce the uh, founding principles. Mm-hmm. And then I finally put that book together of humans in training because people said I talk too fast and I needed to, uh, to write the book. And so I wrote the book as sort of an owner's manual um, for daily life. For all those years that I was searching and looking, I, I decided to write the book that I wish someone had written for me. Oh, I love that. That has the, the ideas of who we are, why we are here, and how life works. Hmm. Because imagine trying to play a game of hockey if you didn't know what the purpose of the game was. Yeah. You were just running around on the ice trying to figure out, what am I doing here? It'd be pretty frustrating. You'd probably get hurt. Kind of sounds yeah. like a lot of people in life, right? Exactly. Right. And like you said, a lot so of people just like stump- in sports, I can only know how to prepare and condition myself if I understand the purpose of the game. Mm-hmm. And just like life, I have to understand the purpose of life. Why am I here? How does this work? That, that this, this evolution of the soul from human to divine, that there is a purpose, there is a plan, there's a system in place already. And then mm-hmm. once we align with it and participate in it consciously, all of a sudden we begin to access just aspects of ourselves that, you know, for the most part, most people don't even know are there. If I say they don't know that they don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sometimes I hear people talking about a, a near-death experience. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about they're into this effortless flow and into this loving energy and they see this light. And I'm like, imagine if that was normal. Imagine mm-hmm. if that was your reference point so that what you were actually having was a near-life experience, not a near-death experience, a near-life experience. So now your reference point, that's going to become your new normal. Or yeah. all of a sudden mm-hmm. you have access to a, a greater amount of light and a greater amount of love and a greater amount of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it just, you know... My favorite testimonial was a a lady who called me up after going through my program, and she said, I I wish I never met you. (laughs) Why is that? She said, that's what I said. And she she said, you know, before I met you, she said, I was was unhappy. She said, but I was quite content because it's all I knew. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then she said, after going through your program, I can't go back. I can't hmm. go back and pretend I don't know that I don't know. She says, right. but in fact, it's a, it's a lot of work. You know, I've got to really examine who I am. There's a lot of people she needs to forgive because she mm-hmm. sees that by holding back her love, she's, she's only punishing herself. She's separating herself from her essence mm-hmm. by withholding mm-hmm. her love. And by understanding these things, she's like, it's a lot. You know, she was joking, but I thought it was really funny. And, uh, and I thought it was a great point, too, because it changed our reference point where we can't go back and pretend we don't know that we don't know. Right, right. No, and that's true. And I, I resonate with this so much myself because I understand. I, I can't go back to Karen before I had my accident. And, you know, life was good for me. I mean, I will. And I, I had um, a faith base and spiritual base. And I was doing what I thought I should be doing. I would get glimpses of, of I guess, my life plan, you know. And then I had this event, like you, like you described. And, yeah, you can't go back. And I'm, I'm fully submerged. That's it. I'm, I, I, I made the leap. And I'm fully submerged. And I'm, I'm in. And, uh, yeah, you can't go back. And, you know, I wonder, people, when they when they become, like you said, this woman who wrote to you and said, you know, she joked about it, but... Um, no, she called me, actually. <laughs> I thought that would be better. Like she called say, me to tell me personally. <laughs> <laughs> once you be... You know, once you, once you step in, like you said, once you raise your vibration and and, and open up to love and surrender, if you will... Um, it can, there can be a little bit of isolation. People do drop off. I mean, and that can we speak to that a bit? Or sure. I mean, it's uh, you know, if we understand what harmonic resonance is, you know, if you have, as I tell people, if you took if you take two guitars and you put them in the same room and you you pluck the E string on one guitar, the E string on the other guitar will begin to vibrate without touching it hmm. because it's at the, it's at the same frequency. And as you raise your vibration, your consciousness, your awareness, right? All mm-hmm. of a sudden, some of those people, that it, that it won't resonate anymore. So sometimes those people naturally fall fall away. Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden, you begin to attract, uh, you know, rather effortlessly, some, some new kinds of people. But we also mm-hmm. see that life is going to put right in our path exactly what we need to grow and to heal. Right. right. I think we we've all experienced that in relationships. You know, if you got issues with mom and dad, guess who you're going to end up dating? <laughs> well, it's right. In the, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and life is giving you the opportunity to heal those issues. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so it can it can express itself through you. And so when some people, you know, I, I often address the idea that I, I hear uh, sometimes when I speak at different churches or spiritual centers, I. I hear people, when they pray, they pray to God for protection. Mm-hmm. And I always ask them, so what are you praying to God to protect you from? Because if you're, are you coming from fear or love? Mm-hmm. And if God, is omni, if God is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient, and always serving your highest good, what are you, what are you praying? Like, you're coming from fear, separation, and limitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Imagine if you didn't have to ask God for protection because you know you're all, there's nothing to protect you from. Because it's exactly. all happening for you. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you don't have to come from a place of fear and, and separation. 
all of a sudden you can embrace it with love and go with the flow and trust the journey. And that way it just changes their consciousness. It changes their vibration to from fear to love, from being mm-hmm. self-centered to being soul-centered. And all of a sudden from trying to get from life to trying to give to life. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden things begin to they begin to access a part of themselves and they begin to feel connected. And I love that word connection mm. because, again, it resolves the dis-ease, you know, the stronger it does. connection. It actually it totally does. does. It really does. Yeah. What, what do people say to you when you, you know, approach them with that and say, you know, because often I see people and I was raised that way. We pray outside, almost pleading uh, with God to, to please save us, fix us, help us. <laughs> You well, know, and, and I used to find that I've been kicked out of a lot of Bible studies in my day, and um, it's never because of my belief in God or my connection to Jesus or any other master. The uh, it's just because I like to get to the why, and I like to get to the then what. You know, my mm-hmm. old concept was, well, God's omnipresent, work in heaven or hell even exists except in our own consciousness. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus taught over and over that the kingdom of heaven was within. So why exactly. are most people waiting to die to be rewarded for a belief system? It, it's completely incongruent mm-hmm. with what he taught. And so, and same with Buddha or Krishna or Muhammad or, or Lao Tzu. I mean, they're all teaching the same thing. They are. So when mm-hmm. people, and when people are pleading to God, like you say, I always ask them, do you think God doesn't know? Like, seriously, if you've ever read the teachings of Jesus, do you ever remember Jesus going, God, please do this for me and do that for me? Do you ever remember him going, please save me, please? He said, thy will be done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And exactly. So it's like, if you want to experience your divinity, if you want to experience that connection, you have to come from a place of, that place of surrender, which is love and trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as you begin to see that, then all of a sudden, as you access that divine presence, and if you're in that divine presence and you try to pray to God from a place of separation, you would just start to laugh because you life has a great sense of humor and all of our guides have a great sense of humor, and you would just begin to laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. And just laugh because you just you catch yourself. Mm-hmm. And you then you just begin to laugh, and you just know that it's all in divine order. There's nothing to mm-hmm. ask for because it's already done. Mm-hmm. Notice when Jesus prayed, it was always thank you. Thank you. He didn't exactly. ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I'm thank sorry. You that what was that? He said, thank you that it is done. Yes, he there's did. No separation. Yes, he did. There's no separation. There's no limitation. There's no fear. <laughs> there's no duality. It, learn from his teachings, learn from his vocabulary. It's the same in Buddha or, te- or Krishna, Muhammad, Lao Tzu. You know, it's, it's all there. And mm-hmm. it's all for each of us to apply and to experience in our own lives. It is right here, all within us. And with that, we're going to pause for a quick break, Jay, and we'll be right okay. back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com On It's Absolutely All About You, host Eileen Nunez bases her show on the forthcoming book of the same name. If you've been taught to hold your head high 
and keep your self-esteem in check, where do you go if you aren't yet achieving that goal? Each program is based on a chapter of the book and comes from Eileen's many years of experience in order to help you find your inner peace. Listen for It's Absolutely All About You, live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Women's Channel. Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt. Welcome back to The Sky's the Limit. And my featured guest this week is J.D. Allen. And I, I am so enjoying this conversation with you, Jay. So we were talking about, you know, heaven and hell and pleading and to God and bended knee. And, you know, I want to talk about, so we really can have it all here on earth. And that's what you're talking and that's what you teach when you, you know, that's what it sounds like when you talk about um, to groups, you talk about forgiveness and love. So we really do have everything available to us, don't we? And you talk about well, creating a world of peace. So, Absolutely. And when we say having it all, I mean, I, I try to teach this philosophy that everything we need, we already have. That we mm-hmm. must simply learn how to use what has already been created within. It's been said in all religions that the body is a temple, right? What is the body built for? What is the temple designed for? It's designed for connection, communion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the body is not designed to die, and we're not supposed to be limited to this third-dimensional human experience. It's just part of the journey. And as we raise our vibration, just like the light spectrum, we, you know, from a third-dimensional human experience, we only see a small part of the light spectrum. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that's all there is. As we raise our vibration, we have access to more and more and more, and our reference point of what normal is begins to expand, and it begins to shift. And all of a sudden, we start to see that there's no separation between heaven, between earth, between all these, you know, different areas, that there's a whole world that exists that 
for most people, they don't even know that it's there. They don't know that they don't know. And so exactly. this idea of heaven on earth is this connection, this oneness, and all of a sudden we begin to access other dimensions, this divine wisdom, this divine love, this divine presence. All of a sudden, you see your body begins to get younger, your spine, I mean, you feel like a steel rod in your spine and the, between the, you know, in, in, some people call it the chakras, some people call it the seven churches, you know, call it whatever you want. As you align and as they begin to activate, you see that this body is incredible. Mm-hmm. And it is the perfect temple, and it can go, I mean, and take you wherever, to places you've never imagined. <laughs> and why doesn't anybody tell us this stuff? <laughs> that was okay, well, my frustration, going, where was I supposed to learn this? They don't teach this in university. They don't, where, you know, they don't teach this in church. Where am I supposed to get this information? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and that's why, I, you know, the brain surgery was really such a, a blessing, because it really just accelerated that curiosity. And I think mm-hmm. right now, if you look at the, you know, whether it's the terrorist attacks, uh, you know, or whatever's going on, people are beginning to question. And I think that's right. a wonderful thing. And mm-hmm. they begin to question their own beliefs. Uh, we live in a small enough world right now where, you know, people are, I think, are beginning to question more and more. And what an opportunity for us to really see that we have more in common with each other than we'll ever have in difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, couldn't agree. In all religions, you know, I couldn't agree more for some people and the foundation for all religions is love this is true and, you know and Einstein called it the, the, the God particle right the, the binding force the, the essence of all life is this loving intelligent energy that's omnipresent omnipotent and omniscient mm-hmm. it is us all and as we begin to understand that and as we begin to express that all of a sudden we see that people will begin, they'll never be lonely again. They'll never feel like something is missing again. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, their life will be about what they're here to, to serve and to mm-hmm. participate in this beautiful divine plan. Mm-hmm. And it, it really changes people's lives. That it does. I, I can speak to when you have an idea or a thought and you are aligned, it's some um, called, well, some people say manifestation, but what you're able to attract, the turnover rate gets quicker and quicker. It's amazing. You know, when you truly are aligned with what you with your heart and your soul, with what you're supposed to be doing here on this earth. And I can completely testify to that, that, like I said, when you have an idea or a thought that the, it, they manifest. And so I, it sounds like that's what's happened to you as well. And that's what you're speaking about a lot that we, you know, we do have that. We do have heaven here on earth. And it is all about being, you know, open and vulnerable and being centered in love. And I love that. So, um, and you've written another book, correct? Yes, I've written. My first book is The Humans in Training, Evolution of the Soul. I wrote a second book called Humans in Healing, The Expansion of Consciousness, which Mm -hmm. is really about that shift, the expansion of consciousness from the ego to the higher self, from the get to the give, from separation to connection. And it takes people on that journey of how to make that I call it breaking through that veil so they can mm-hmm. live in, the, in that higher place, to live in that divine presence and how to make that shift, that expansion in consciousness um, out of the ego and mm-hmm. to understand how that works and, and to understand how it serves us to a certain point in our growth and healing and then it's time to move on and go from that shift from duality into the oneness. And it's a, it's a beautiful book because that's where I believe that 
the next evolution of healing is really going to be when people go directly to the source. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. understand that this Eve is actually happening for you as well. Mm-hmm. And to understand how to, how to connect and repair on the deepest levels. And uh, it, it's really amazing to, when you think about how perfect this whole spiritual system really is. Um, and if we understood that, then there wouldn't be so much resistance and so much many people wanting to be right. <laughs> and uh, we'll that see is that. True. It's, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's really you know, cool. I think as you get closer and closer, like you said, as you know, get higher, vib- raise your vibration higher and higher. Um, I, I know for me, I had a little, I had fear pop up once in a while. It would try to trip me up. I don't know if you could speak to that because you know it, it does, right? Ego does tries to raise its head to to try to draw you back. So can we talk about that? Because or do you you know do you speak to that in your book, your second book? Well, I speak to it in the fact that in, in the, your vocabulary is saying that it tries to trip you up, right? Mm-hmm. But your ego is not, nobody, nobody's trying to, you're, no one's a victim. Your ego is not trying to do anything to you. It's just the same idea that if, some, if there's still something there, it has to come to the surface in order to be expelled. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, so the ego is not out to get you. The ego is serving your highest good. It's all, mm-hmm. the, the, it's all divine. And so... Those things, they're not coming up to trick you. If there's anything left that needs to be released, it's just rising to the surface so you can see it. So you can see yourself clearly so you can let it go. Mm -hmm. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? It's serving your highest good. It's not out to get you. Right. I completely understand that. Imagine if people had that shift from that victim that, you know, they need to protect themselves and life's out to get them and people have to get them. And I, you know, all of a sudden they're like, oh, wow, it's actually happening for me. And then we begin to, you know, Jesus would always tell me that if I wanted to be enlightened, I needed to lighten up. Isn't that a great expression? I love that. That's so true, right? It's absolutely yeah, true. A, Jesus is like the funniest person I've ever had a conversation with in my life. He's hilarious. <laughs> And it's that idea to lighten up. Don't take it, stop taking yourself so seriously. Your ego's not out to get you. No one's out to get you. We're all just trying to love you and support you to express your Christ, to su- express your divine self. Mm, exactly. So lighten up, buddy. <laughs> or he called me brother, but he just yeah, lighten up. <laughs> exactly. I love that, Jay. And you know, I can't believe it. The um, the time, the hours flown by. So we are getting ready to call it. A day. I can't, I can't believe the time has flown by, Jay. So I want to thank you for being my guest. And I want to highlight your site where the listeners can reach you. It's www.humansandhealing.com. And my guest is J.D. Allen. I want to thank you and the listeners today. And I want to say, everyone, I'll see you next week. Thank you for now. Thank you for joining us for The Sky's the Limit. Karen Levitt looks forward to having you tune in for another program next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, the gift is the shift. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 